say how good Brian was. Uh, this guy was equally as good and a tenacious. A ball magnet he was and hard at it midfielder. Superstar from the Collingwood uh, Football Club. Legend, if you will. Brownlow, um, not Brownlow, but Norm Smith medalist and premiership captain. And that's Tony Shaw. And he joins us. G'day, Tony. G'day, boys. I uh, hope you can hear me. I'm on the road to Ballarat. Yo, no, we can hear crystal Absolutely. clear, buddy. Really appreciate it. What are we doing in Ballarat uh, tonight? story that you tell every year? Or every time you do these sort of things? Well, it depends on what it is. You know, you've got your normal run-of-the-mill sort of football stories, as in a football club or something like that. But no, this is a little bit different. This is about you know, the, the, the journey and doing what we had to do to get there and um, how it came about. So that's a bit different. But, oh, yeah, we've got plenty of stories. We can go. We'll, we can fill in time. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Fantastic. Tony, um... I know you. I'm, a, I'm 21 years old, so I didn't, wasn't quite, uh, couldn't quite see the 1990 premiership. But uh, my dad speaks of the memories he holds back in 1990 when you held the cup aloft. What sort of memories stick stick with you from that day? Oh boy, uh, probably the main thing is that we weren't losers anymore, um, <laughs> which was uh, that sort of helps. Um, yeah, that that was probably the main one. Mm. Um, uh, you know just the feeling a Collingwood supporters had after 32 years of not getting it done um, that was fantastic in itself so yeah it's a, it was a, it seems a long time ago now but um, everybody brings it up still and, and yeah we haven't had too much uh, great success over, as in premierships other than a couple in that mm. period of time from 1958 so uh, hopefully we might get another one this year uh, absolutely Tony um, the pies look really strong this year and firm as one of the premiership favourites. Um, as a as a premiership captain, do you see any sort of similarities between you and the recently appointed Darcy Moore? Oh boy! Um, no, I think I'm a diff- different cat than what uh, Darcy is. Uh, Darcy's <laughs> different himself, but ah, oh, look, he's a he's done a great job. He's um, you know he, he does it his way. He's probably different than Scotty Penelbury too. So mm. you know, everybody's every captain's got their own characteristics. Um, I was probably a little, maybe a bit more hard nosed. Things have changed, you know. It, the days of sort of random raving and, and giving it to a bloke if he didn't do the right thing by the group was uh, gone. So now it's more about, you know, um, you know, tapping blokes on the backside saying they're going all right. But it's more about player management than what it is in, in our day. And, uh, you know, you got to remember, we, in silly 1990, we, we still had second jobs too. So um, yeah. it's a bit different to these blokes, but. Uh, the similarities are they're going all right. They've got to qualify as high as they can, and that's hopefully that uh, they do that. And then you've got to play one month of good football. So, the, 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 well, this is the thing with the, with Collingwood this year, Tony. Is that they've been so good, and um, you know, sitting at the top of the ladder for most of the season, and and um, you know, taking it all before. I know there's a bit of work to do, obviously, to take the premiership out. But is this the best Collingwood? side that you've seen um, in a home and away series so far? Um, I think, well, is it the best I've seen? Probably not. But because, you know, I, I played from 1979 and, 
and played in a lot of the finals and Collingwood played in a lot of finals but um, we you know, we had some runs where we were going pretty well not to the extent that they're probably going to but we played some high quality football in those years but um, yeah the way they're doing it every, everybody not just Collingwood people are you know, even the, even people who hate us are liking us at the moment. You know, mm-hmm. they're saying our style is uh, is good, and I, I think it's a way of the football. You know, you, the defensive work they got that set up really well. Their back six, or even you know, blokes who push back in their, their structures are good in how they go, how they defend. But it's what they do when they get the ball in their hand. Is uh, you know, um, and I think I think it was Champion Data said the last eight weeks were as good as offensively from back half to forward. Than anybody's ever done in their time that they've taken stats. So I don't know. You know, like I said, I I don't worry about that too much. You keep doing what you're doing, and I, you can keep winning. But the only thing is, is uh, how far you qualify, how high, and then, like I said, can you do it for another month after that? Well, that's right. And yeah, that, that's the that's the big job ahead. And uh, you know, they're, they're looking fantastic. Um, which, which is great, and, and how highly? I mean, what, what, do you, do, does Nick Dacos have a ceiling? Like, is that is that a, even a thing, or is he going to be one of the greats we've ever seen? Well, well, you probably, if he keeps at this level, he will be. Um, <laughs> but he'll have to, you know, he'll have things come his way. He'll have, yeah, you know, they've been trying to sit on him a bit, but he's hard to sit on when you play off half back. Um, yeah, they push him in the midfield when he did did get was a bit quiet. Oh, look, he. he Really, he's a star, but you've got to have longevity in with that. And we know what he's done so far. He probably favoured for the Brownlow. Uh, to do that in his second year of footy would be unbelievable. But he's a good kid too, and he's got a good head on his shoulders. Um, he works hard. He's probably the you got the biggest uh, tank of anybody of Collingwood by a mile, I think. So, um, you know, he, he works hard, and that, that's why it's hard for anybody to play on him. Um, and he's got beautiful skills like his father, so... The bloke I feel sorry for is Josh because Josh has had a really good year, but yeah, you know, Nick's sort of taken all the limelight from him. And um, I, look, in a way, when I say I feel sorry, it's uh, it's hard to sort of watch him. He, he would be a star in his own right, and, and probably is. But the other blokes sort of um, taking it to a new level. So yeah, we'll just see what happens. But just it's more about longevity. I think they'll be around for a long time. Tony, you played a lot of footy with their father, Peter. Does it make you feel old seeing his two boys running around? Oh, mate, I am old. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's, it's, it's great. They, they, it's a pleasure to watch them. I, as I said, I played with their father for that many, that many years and I saw what he did at a high level for such a long period of time. Um, that, you know, he's, uh, he was freakish. He's the best Collingwood footballer I've seen. Uh, and that's saying something with some of the blokes I played with. So, um, yeah, but yeah, you know, we just have to wait and see now. And the other thing is, Sue, you know, can you do it in finals? You know, it's all right to do it, you know, now. But performing in finals is probably the next step for anybody. But the main thing is, you do what the team wants, and you don't go outside that. You don't want to try and win things off your own bat and mess up what they've set up as a team. Yes, yes, and they, they play a big game on Friday night against the Western Bulldogs um, at Marvel Stadium, so Collingwood hasn't ventured there too much this year. Um, how, how are we tracking this game, Tony? Yeah, different different sort of style on you know, there. That you, you know you're going to play in great conditions. Um, the Western Bulldogs sort of, you know, I saw them play last week and they got it done. Um, they do mess around with the ball a little bit. Their, their forward line's been up and down like a yo-yo, but 
Uh, Eugle Hagen was in sensational form last week, so maybe he's the bloke who's going to be um, has to be watched a bit. And then if you don't, if you watch him and don't put enough time in the Norton, uh, but they're going to find a way of being more consistent about kicking goals, I think. Yes, well, they're, they're, that's uh, that's their problem. But they've beaten you by records, have you? They've won the last two, so yep. uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting battle considering the Pies' form as well, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's um, really interesting how, you know, anybody can win. It's amazing how, how tight the year is. Um, you know, probably the top three, I think, are standing out as sides to win, you know, the premiership. But, um, you know, like I said, you only, if you get if you get a double chance, again, it makes it easier. But if not, if you play a good month of footy, we've seen it done, you know, probably, you know, who we're talking about, the Western Bulldogs themselves in 2016, wasn't it? Yeah, so... You know, you can get it done. Tony, uh, Jordan Ngoi confirmed to be back in this week after his suspension. How does he sort of revolutionise and take Collingwood to the next level? Oh, look, he just plays like he's got to play. Um, you know, uh, he did the wrong thing. He's copped it on in the neck and, you know, he's done his time. Um, main thing about Jordy is he, he, he's been doing it, you know, forward and midfield. He just... He just gives you another string to your bow. You know, he, 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 he's another very good player that the opposition have to worry about. And that means that you go deeper. Um, it looks like like Maynard, I think, won't play this yeah. week. So you've lost a half-back flanker. That's not Geordie's uh, place. But how they fill that in, um, we'll see what happens with that. And, uh, yeah, look, Oleg Markov's come through and been a you know, revelation in how he's played the game. Is he in your top 22 that... You got side bottom to come back too, so yeah, they're in a good spot as in depth wise. Um, it's where you play them and how you play them, and probably more about what the opposition's got to offer. I'm thinking, yeah, they've got different setups, but I don't think Collingwood will change a lot to what they're doing going in go forward. It's they're pretty well set in a lot of areas. The ruck area is interesting. You know, do you play Frampton, Cox, and um, and uh, Darcy Cameron in the one side? That's probably another thing that you've got to answer. Um, it depends also if you play outdoor or you play indoor, you're going to play finals the MCG. If it's wet, you mightn't play the three. Tony, just a final one. Do Collingwood win it all this year? Oh, they can. Yeah, there's no doubt. But gee whiz, I, uh, you know, Port, I think Port are playing really good footy. Yeah. Probably a bit more disciplined and a bit more defensive than what they've been. They've, they've stayed, you know, really stood up for a long period of time. Um, Brisbane's a bit of an unknown factor still, I think, but on their day and when they go, they're really good. Um, if their key forwards stand up, Ruck probably might be a little bit of an issue for them. Mm. With McInerney, can he do it against the best? Uh, you know, look, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. And, you know, Melbourne, I still think, are solid. Uh, they've had a horrible run with injuries, not having everybody together, but their forward line struggling. And if, if Geelong got in, you know that they can do it. If they had a month of football like they did last year, um, you know, they, they know what it's about. So I, I still think Collingwood Port and Melbourne for me, um, and if Brisbane got the double chance, uh, they, they, they probably helps them, helps them. Yes, well, as a Melbourne supporter, Tony, I'm very happy that you said that. Um, <laughs> tell us, uh, just, just want to get your thoughts on the, the situation Stuart Chu finds himself in. I mean, his team's uh, been under four, underperforming the last couple of weeks, and um, it looks like um, the, the knives are out for him. Uh, to get cut from the, the coaching position there. Um, do, do, do you feel for him, or what's what's your uh, thoughts on uh, his future? 
I feel for him. I've been through it myself. Yeah. Um, it's the hardest time you'll ever have in your life. Um, as a footballer, you control what you control. But as a coach, you've got a lot of outside influences that can impact inside influence, inside club, you know. So, um, yeah, I feel for it. I, it was good to have him and the, and the um, uh, footy manager come out and say, uh, he's the coach. Um, if he does things right, he might even get a uh, an extension on his contract. Um, you know, if he got some bad buildings and there was out of the next, I don't know, eight weeks, if he got some, you know, six or seven bad buildings, you think they might look at it. Um, but yeah, yeah, normally when you know Karen Wilson goes with someone like something mm-hmm. like that, something's come from somewhere. But that happens in football. Doesn't mean it's always true, but. You know, it just means that she's got it from somewhere. You don't make those things up, I don't think. No, well, we had this discussion at the top of the show, Tony, about Caroline and her reporting and this sort of thing. I mean, you've worked closely with her in the past, and I probably still do. But tell us, uh, when she does go with something, it is believable? Oh, yeah, it's believable. Like I said, you can't make it up now. Who do you get it off? If you if you get it off a board member, you know, as a, a source, a private source, which I hate, but you get it off a board member or someone said, you know, um, you know, she said that the, within the club, she heard that he won't last. So, who told her that? That's that's up to Caro whether she wants to let that out, but I don't think she will. No, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, look, um, she, it's not Caro's had things wrong, but when you go, you make opinion. It's an opinion industry. And, you know, opinions are like backsides. We've all we've got, we've got them. Everybody's got one. Yes. So you know, we're just yeah, we're discussing just the the speculation part of it all and all that sort of stuff. So I mean, the dangers of that being a being a coach. Yeah. Well, you know, um, you don't win enough. It comes at you. So. Yeah. Uh, you understand yeah, right. when you go into this business, that's what it is. Yes, it is. Uh, well, which games are we going to this weekend, Tony? Uh, oh, I got to go. Is it St Kilda, Melbourne? I think it is. Is that right? That's I'm right. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yes. St Kilda, Melbourne, and then Sunday, I'm trying to. Oh, was it the Geelong game? Yeah, it might be the Geelong game I've got. So, anyway, <laughs> got a couple on the weekend for 3AW. Oh, perfect. All right, well, we'll make sure we're listening. Hey, uh, Tony, we'll leave it there, buddy. I uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time, and hopefully we've made your trip to uh, Ballarat very, very nice. <laughs> no worries, my boys. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Tony Shaw there, uh, Collingwood Super... Uh, no, hang on, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> he was a ruthless, passion, tenacious hunger for success. There we go. Sort of football. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Shaw. Thanks to Kieran for helping me out with the description there. <laughs>